what we need to figure out is how we can literally unplug, you know, literally and physically and mentally. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome. It's Christine, your host of the Startup Student Podcast. And today I'm joined by someone very special, like I always have actually with my guests, but I'm very excited because all this topic that we're talking about is very close to my heart. Um, I had to learn it also the hard way myself. And we're talking about work-life balance for entrepreneurs. And with me is Corey Whitelin. Hello, welcome, Corey. Hi, Christine. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm super excited about this. So as you know, usually I have four episodes with each um, guest. And this is also the case, obviously, for Corey. This is the first episode uh, where we're talking a bit more about herself, who she is, and work-life balance, and why this is really sometimes an issue, issue specifically for entrepreneurs and startups. Let's start by... Uh, Introducing yourself, Corey. Who are you? Where are you? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, yes, thank you, Christine. My name is Corey Whitelin, and I am an executive functioning coach. And what that means is I guide aspiring high performers, like um, many of your listeners are, um, who struggle with time management, task paralysis, self kindness, and I help them strengthen their memory, momentum, and management. So work-life balance is an extremely important part of being able to regulate ourselves and being able to fill our cups so that we can show up for those in our life and those in our work and even for ourselves in a way that is um, both positive and also restorative in a way that actually gives us energy instead of depletes it. So I'm really excited to be able to talk about, about how to do that and how to find that and how to cultivate that in um, the lives of all, all the entrepreneurs out there. I think one thing is uh, really important, and I like that you use the expression "filling the cups." <laughs> um, yes, if we, because we all have to understand that we have to look after ourselves first before we can look after anyone else or anything else like your business. And um, exactly. sometimes that uh, comes short because entrepreneurs. Um, Sometimes even people who are employed, of course, <laughs> love what yeah. they do and um, they forget sometimes uh, that they're working um, and their mind is constantly going, maybe even constantly going because they're worried that something isn't working. Um, however, we need to make sure we are able to switch off, which is um, when the magic happens and we recharge. <laughs> in different ways yes. we're gonna talk more about that but I don't know if you had any any experience with that um, because for sure I did uh, especially at the beginning when I started out and the listeners will know by now but I 
I still had a full-time job where that was actually very demanding about 14 hours a day working there plus every three minute I could do starting my own business plus the weekends plus the evenings if there were any and that went well up to a certain point until I thought hmm that's not very sustainable <laughs> um, for yeah. myself actually but what about you did you come across that or um, can you share anything that you had with your clients actually Yes, for sure. And I think, you know, speaking to that, Christine, when we um, don't take the time to care for ourselves in the way that we need to, to, we plug in our computers, right? We plug in our phones to recharge. You know, it's taking a real toll on our relationships. It's taking a real toll on our physical health and our emotional health. So it, it's not just something like you should probably do. It really is essential in order to keep moving on the path of high performing, moving on the path of being successful, moving on the path of still loving what you do, right? So keeping that balance. And I think there's a pressure, especially for entrepreneurs to keep working, get it done better, get it done faster. This idea of time is money. And that can put a real, real, you know, put us in a real pressure cooker. And I often think of it as um, this ticker tape, like at the bottom of a news a newscast where it's just this ticker tape going on in our brains of all the things that need to be done or all the things we want to get done or all the things we should quote unquote be doing. And what I have seen, especially with um, my clients who are entrepreneurs, is I've seen this sense of not just burnout, but the sense of almost you know, not to be hyperbolic, but the sense of despair of just, I can't do it all. And what we need to figure out is how we can literally unplug, you know, literally and physically and mentally so that that ticker tape has a time to pause our brains and our emotions and our bodies and our relationships have a time to pause and re refresh and regrow so that when that ticker tape starts again it's a it's a sense of excitement it's a sense of of wanting to do those things it's a, a sense of of being um being driven by it rather than being crushed by it if that makes sense make total sense <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for pointing that out and um, painting the picture there uh, in a very visual way so that it's um easy to follow i think also um, i mean for entrepreneurs um there's never enough time <laughs> there's never enough time to get never everything enough done time. Um, because it's also never-ending work and that is true and it will be true forever <laughs> i don't want to uh yep. take this illusion away from you but it's it's never going to be less work there's got, always going to be new things there's things where you have to adapt there's things how you where you have to be flexible maybe change things um maybe change the business completely um and there might be value changes for yourself for your company or things happen externally that you can't even influence and why you have to do that and often um we're rushing through things sometimes that's when also mistakes happen but it's also obviously something where we feel 
more stressed and on the other hand uh, we always have this time is money um, mentality and um, we don't have any time because we don't have any money as well <laughs> to be <laughs> it's a vicious cycle isn't it? yeah it is um i don't know if you have any specific thoughts on on this everything needs to be always uh, faster and better and and i think that's on one hand a good thing um because we improve and we make things more efficient and we find new ways maybe to save time um but that can be also very uh, stressful, I think. Yes, I think it's extremely stressful. And, um, you know, exactly what you said, I think, when we get into this very reactive state of just trying to like, uh, on a hamster wheel, right, I more, 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 faster, 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 faster. It's true. I think that is when mistakes are made. And I think it's also when we really, really, really burn ourselves out. So we tend to be doing the work um, because it has to be done and not because it is something that we want to do or something that's going to drive our business forward or something that is going to connect us with, with somebody else or something else that will support us. So I think one thing that um, I work with clients on is I, ha I have them imagine that they're carrying this big, 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 heavy backpack and it has all the things for their business in it, right? All the things they want to do, all the things they feel like they should be doing, all the, the shame that they have, that they haven't done certain things, um, all the things that are driving that need to go faster, faster, faster. And I have them literally imagine unpacking that backpack and naming everything that's in it and then deciding, okay, what for this time in my business for this time in my personal life, where I am right now, whether I'm just starting up and I, you know, it's me and I can spend more time or if I'm a parent and I don't have as much time and I'm feeling guilty that I'm away from my kid or I'm in a new relationship and I want to spend time with my partner, you know, wherever you are, what really needs to be in your backpack right now? What is it that you can carry so that you can get up that mountain? And what we take out of our backpack doesn't mean we're going to throw it away. Maybe we put it in a closet for now, or maybe we set it on the table so that we can see it so it can remind us of what is to come. But really making sure that what we are carrying in our backpack for that particular time, whether it's that day, that week, that month, that quarter, that we, that it is serving us, that it's, it's enough that we can carry it, that it's enough that we can not feel bogged down by it. So, you know, a huge part of being able to create this work-life balance that is so essential for emotional, physical health is first being aware of what it is that is getting us off balance. So really picturing what is is keeping you from moving up that mountain with that heavy backpack or is pulling you backwards because the backpack is so heavy that can be the first step in just realizing wow there's a lot there's a lot on my ticker tape there's a lot in my backpack and and starting to prioritize what really needs to be in there in order to serve you and serve your business 
um, and having <laughs> having this backpack again, another nice visual um, thing to to think about, and to have a look what's actually in there, which can be difficult sometimes because we're all wrapped up in this in this race of getting things done, and maybe even we have yeah. some investors behind us if we're a startup and got some investment or anything like that, but. What else? I mean, it can be, uh, it's certainly for me was and sometimes still is difficult actually to unplug <laughs> because first of all, yeah. maybe some people don't know how to. Uh, some people say, oh, I don't have time for this, but you have to make time for this. And there's so many benefits yeah. of doing it that I'm also always pointing out. And it really helps you to prevent actually maybe having a burnout. And um, if you're already feeling very stressed, um, you might be on a way of getting more and more stress. However, if you take time out and if you um, unplug for a while, that can also be a great way to prevent from feeling too stressed. Do you have any tips on that as well? <laughs> I mean, 100%, right? It's, you know, it's, you can't fill from an empty cup, you can't pour from an empty cup, but there's also, you know, the airplane analogy. You need to put on your oxygen mask before you can help those around you. And, um, you know, it's it's so, so, so true. I think we can all think of a time when we were exhausted, when we were hungry, when we were overwhelmed. And what really happens in our brain during that time is our brain goes into fight, flight, or freeze. Our brain um, is so, so, so amazing. And it is there to protect us. It's there to protect our body. It's there to protect our um, mental state. So it literally goes into fight, flight, or freeze. And when we're in fight, flight, or freeze, that is where that burnout happens. That is where that despair happens. That is where that frustration happens because our, our receptive brain, our responsive brain, the one that makes us creative, and driven and successful and, you know, able to connect with others, that is completely offline. So if you're thinking about a computer, you know, it's your, your um, Google has crashed, <laughs> you don't have it. And so, you know, some things that we can do, you know, some easy, simple tips are to literally put it in your calendar. And, you know, what I tell clients when they do this is, what we have to do then is we have to pretend like we are part of our job because we are, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you are the most important part of your company. So you have to treat that appointment on your calendar as if it is an appointment with your most important client or an appointment with the most important prospective client. And you honor that because you are your most important asset to your company by far. So for instance, you know, one of the things that I have to do is I have to exercise. It is what gives me endorphins. It's my mental health. It's my break from my work and my kids. So I literally block it out in my calendar. And there's days that I don't want to stop working. There's days that I'm in the flow and I don't want to honor that, that appointment with myself. And what I find is at the end of the day, I am really exhausted and I am not feeling good about work and I am not a very good household member, um, family member because I am, I am tapped out. So really honoring that 
and honoring yourself as the most important asset. You know, I talk to clients about your computer is, you know, especially those of us that work from home, it's gold. It is what connects us. It is what stores all of these amazing things from our brain. And if we treat our computers with respect, with kindness, we get them tuned up if they need it. We replug them when they're when they're low on batteries. And so we need to treat ourselves with that same, I mean, at least the same kindness that we treat a computer, right? Because there's only one of us. We can replace the computer. We can't replace ourselves. So honoring that time on your calendar. Another thing that I suggest to, to clients and I work with clients on is creating a plan for when they get into that fight, flight, or freeze state before they're even there. So when we are in that fight, flight, or freeze state, that overwhelm, that stressed, that frustrated, um, that cranky, whatever, whatever it looks like for you, that um, some people go into a cocoon, like I just need to get in my bed and put the covers over my head, whatever that looks like for you, create a plan before you even get into that state of how you are going to treat yourself and what you're going to do to take care of yourself during that time. Because there's no amount of pushing through that's going to get your brain back where it needs to be to be as um, creative, as productive, as um, connected as you want it to be in order to be the best you you can be. So for instance, um, my, myself personally, I know that when I get into that state, I get kind of, I get kind of mean. I get really, really cranky. I am very quick to get triggered. I, nothing seems right. So I make a plan that when I am feeling that way, when I'm aware that that's happening, I know that I need to take a walk or I need to listen to my favorite song or I need to just take a break and get a cup of coffee. So I have three things that I know work for me during that time. So it's kind of twofold, right? We have we have the preparation of it and keeping ourselves more neutral and taking care of ourselves with the, the time on our calendar. Then we also make that make that plan for those little mini breaks that we need throughout our time when we notice ourselves getting more reactive or getting more stressed or getting more overwhelmed. So Christine, I'm I'm curious, does any of that resonate with you? Have you have you had any of those experiences um, throughout your your time as an entrepreneur? Yes, it resonates very much with me. <laughs> Everything <laughs> you said. And uh, again, I what you're saying, you're the most important asset in your company. In if you're a solopreneur, if you have a if you have a team, if you have a co-founder, if you have employees, if you're outsourcing, um, you are still the most important asset because in the end, it's your company or you're a co-founder at least, um, and that's very very true that you have to really realize that. And also, I really love when you said. Um, Okay, when I feel that this happening, I have, I know already I've identified three things that work for me to get me out of that state. <laughs> um, yes. And that, I think that's the first thing, isn't it? It's like first realizing that this is actually happening and then um, 
that's let's say it's mm, the easier part <laughs> not always because sometimes we realize when it's too late when we snap at people or uh, i don't know uh, we we do what we do when we are stressed um there's all yes. kind of different profiling out there as well they tell you how you react under stress um what kind of symptoms you can you have usually before it happens um but sometimes again we are in that rush and we don't realize it and and we just freak out and get into our, our uh, downward spiral, let's say, <laughs> into getting yes. stressed and annoyed by everything, maybe. Um, so yeah, when, know when it happens is really important. And then, like you say, okay, being able actually to realize, pause a second and think, wait, this is happening. And then knowing, okay, I can do one of these things. Uh, what can I do right now that I will snap out of it not immediately but at least it will calm me down to then look at it in another way i mean people say oh you need to sleep a night over things before you make some decisions maybe before you reply to a specific email that made you angry you might not have a night <laughs> and that's okay exactly but you 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 will have hopefully something that you know you can do to get you out of that stage and yeah of course um also to me happens still happens <laughs> and then uh when when i think it's what's the, the most difficult thing is is uh, to stop it when you're already too far in um breathing yeah. is always a great thing that can help um, but everyone needs to find the things that work for them for some people, like you say, it's a cup of coffee. I don't drink coffee, for example, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> but um, definitely not. <laughs> I can I can drink a cup of tea. Uh, maybe I can also take Please. a walk, uh, do some breathing exercises. Maybe it's also getting rid of energy. I um, I don't think this is a good a good thing. But uh, back in the days where uh, I was extremely stressed, uh, also whilst I was still employed. Um, I really I had to get rid of this energy because everything is energy in the end and um, yes. sometimes it's okay you maybe you have to to scream I think during COVID actually I saw that the screaming therapy in the in the woods became super uh, super famous somehow um, yeah. but uh, make sure you don't disturb other people or they don't get scared of you or something but whatever it is for you that you can get just breathe for a second and it might be different for different situations um but yeah so acknowledge when things happen know what you can do to bring you down to a different level and then um really step away from everything and come back and that means also like physically not just mentally yeah get out of the yeah. room get out of the situations switch off your computer um take your break earlier than you wanted whatever it is but i would recommend yeah. also really get away get away right. yes i totally agree <laughs> and the other thing to remember is i love when you said it doesn't have to be overnight yeah. right so emotions in our bodies last about 90 seconds and what keeps us stuck in that stress or that frustration is that rumination in our brain of that storytelling over and over and over and over. So if we can interrupt that for, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 minutes through exactly what you said, getting away, you know, really being in that cup of tea, smelling it, tasting it, holding that warm mug, 
Um, it works for me to go in my backyard and look at the trees and feel the wind. If we can interrupt that rumination for just a short amount of time, that's often enough time for our brain to stop telling us those untruthful or unhelpful stories and for us to kind of come back into a state where we can respond to that email, to that person, to ourselves, to that blog mm -hmm. in a way that is, is productive. And also in a way, like I said, that's gonna make you feel good, yeah. right? Part of what we need to do is we need to keep making sure that we're feeling good about what we're doing and that we really like who we are as an entrepreneur. And that's, that needs to be, goes back to that. We're the most important part, right? We are, we are the, the gold standard in our business. We are it. And so making sure that, that we're treating ourselves in that, in that way is essential. Yeah, that is true. And the, the, the other thing I think uh, we mentioned before, um, when we started talking about these episode recordings, um, is as well, it's really not just difficult to unplug and see when things happen and what can help, but also to find something outside of your business because the business becomes you and that is correct and that's okay. Um, but you need to make sure you have other things that don't have anything to do with your business um, that you can yeah nurture your creativity your your well-being whatever you like with um, but something that has nothing to do with your business yes i agree and and you know like i said put that on your calendar make yeah. that a calendar appointment and and honor it you know and then give yourself a high five or a special coffee or a you know a favorite song, whatever it is that, that gets those dopamines and those endorphins going in your brain when you do it, honor that and, and celebrate that because it's, it, it is hard to step away and do that, right? There's so many times when that calendar reminder goes off and I'm like, I just can't go get on the bike right now, or I can't go on a run right now. I'm, I'm too busy. And, and I have to kind of force myself to do it. And then, and then it always pays off. I always feel better after. Yeah, I go actually running after this recording. <laughs> oh. There you go. And and I'm I'm very um I I was always someone who also said ah oh, put things in your calendar and I think uh, you should to get used to things. Um, me I'm at a point luckily where I have very strict um, working hours that I've set myself um, to make sure it has also to do with uh, obviously being uh, in a relationship where my partner um, is stopping work around four, uh, 5 or 5.30. So I will stop working when he stops working so I can also spend time with him uh, because we're both working uh, from home. Um, so we basically don't have to wait for each other um, for the commute. And so I actually established for myself, okay, I stop working at 5. There might be exceptions. Uh, where I, I run, for example, a webinar in the evening for a different community or something, that's okay. But um, otherwise, uh, really, I have a very consistent um, schedule for my working hours and know, okay, at this time, I will stop working. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it's so mm -hmm. important. What, what is there any, I mean, we're basically at the end of the episode, but is there anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? 
Um, I think the, you know, the, the only thing I want to reiterate is the first step for any of this is awareness is being aware of those physical sensations in your body that are telling you something is off. That's the very first thing our brain does is it sends physical sensations to us um, really to get us ready to fight, flight, or freeze. So your heart rate might increase. You might feel a little sweaty. Your stomach might be tightening. You might be getting a headache. And if we can be aware of those um, physical sensations first, and then that is where it's really important to plan. What are you going to do when those physical sensations pop up? That practice of awareness and then responding to that awareness, awareness and then responding. Um, that can just be the very first step in starting to create a balance because balance doesn't have to mean, okay, I'm going to work one day and then go to the spa the next day. Creating those little mini balances throughout the day can be just as effective, if not more effective, effective in helping us stay as neutral and receptive as possible. Yes, that is true. Thank you. Um, that was a nice summary and also some more tips in there. Um, so that brings us to the end of this episode. In the next episode that will come out next week, we're going to talk a bit more about stress itself. And that it's not always negative, um, identifying a bit more and, and looking a bit more into that kind of things. Thank you so much for your time, Corey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.